It's kind of a eerie feeling today in the sense of knowing that this will be the last public mass here at St. Joseph's or in the diocese and soon in the country uh, for an indefinite amount of time. We don't know how long it is. And I don't know what it is about our diocese, but we always just seem to get things right. And uh, I don't know if this is Bishop Kagan's plan or not, but that the final mass that we celebrate in this diocese before this quarantine is on the Feast of St. Joseph, the terror of demons, the guardian of the universal church. And so as I was praying over this, I was steadily trying to understand and asking the Lord, what is he doing? What's he doing through all this? Especially as we celebrate this last public mass on on our patronal feast. What's he trying to tell us? As I look at America right now, I see a lot of fear and I see a lot of panic. I see that in the world. This mighty superpower has been brought to its knees by a sickness. Who'd have thought of all the stuff going wrong in the world that it was going to be a virus that is crushing us? And so how does it feel? How does it feel when the world fails you? When the idols of America come crashing down? When the economy is tanking? When sports are canceled? When God forbid we can't watch March Madness? The birth of fear, my friends, is found in our attachment to passing things. The things of the world. And this is why our country is terrified right now. Because the things of this world are slipping out of our hands. Our money is slipping out of our hands. Our entertainments are slipping out of our hands. Our comforts are slipping out of our hands. But our Father St. Joseph has been through much worse. Much worse. If any of you, raise your hand if you're doing the consecration. Look at that. That's awesome. Good for you, gentlemen. We'll be praying the act of consecration after communion today, together. But as I journeyed, and as you, I'm sure, gentlemen, journeyed for these 33 days, I don't know if you noticed this, but what struck me is the power of this saint. The power. And that this power of this man was born in silence. Silence is the language of St. Joseph. Silence is the power of St. Joseph. Because Joseph didn't talk about being holy. He was. He just lived it. And his life Although he suffered tremendously. That was another thing that I realized through this. Is the tremendous suffering of this man. Tremendous. But through it all he teaches us. And this is what I think God wants to teach us. Is that this life. Is not born. Out of attachment to material things. It is born out of silence and communion with God.
relationship. And I know right now that I have been actually very edified by the Catholic people in their pain. You have no idea how many people have spoken about being deprived of the Eucharist as being deprived of Jesus. And that is a legitimate complaint, but I want to encourage you with something. Joseph never received the Eucharist. And yet, he was a man of immense communion. I don't think right now that the bishops are being cowards. I don't know what you think. I don't have to make those decisions. You don't have to make those decisions. If you make those decisions and keep these masses open and somebody dies, that's on you. If a whole parish gets infected, that's on you. I don't know what I would do. I'm glad I don't have to make that decision. But I think that the invitation during these next weeks, God forbid, not months, but weeks, is go in. Go deep. We've been hearing this word thrown around, spiritual communion. Spiritual communion presupposes that you have an interior life. A place of communion where you meet the Lord. The bishops haven't deprived us of prayer. They haven't deprived us of coming to our churches and kneeling down in these pews and spending time with Him. Last night when I was praying, there was an eerie silence, and I that silence is gonna be here for a while. It'll be eerily silent in this church. But that doesn't mean you can't have communion. All of us can have communion. And I think during these times that our communion is meant to be one of the heart. As Joseph's heart was so intimately connected to the heart of the Savior, so can ours. Everything has been removed from us now. The superficiality of the mundane pleasures of the world has been revealed and their substance is wanting. Leaving us empty and full of fear. You can try to drown it out. You're going to have some lengthy snow days now. Drown it out with video games, Netflix, movies. Anything to distract us from what's going on. Or you can enter in. And you can pour out your heart to God so that no fear can hold you captive. Because you are in communion with the one who rules all. At the end of this consecration, I have a new appreciation for St. Joseph. And when I look at a statue of him or an image of him, I just think, my God, that man must have suffered. He was constantly in a place of poverty, which is where we are now. And so he can teach us a lot. Because he possesses wisdom, wisdom that comes from suffering. And he knows where to go. 
Don't kid yourself. Joseph was afraid. He was afraid. He just knew where to go. Where did he get it all? From his divine son, who he was constantly in communion with. And so as we enter into this time of crisis, the words in Latin, Ite ad Yosef, go to Joseph. Our patronal feast today and the patron of the universal church and learn from him what it means to be in communion with God.